Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 19, Abby Morgan, Rest in Peace. Jeez, spoiler. <laughs> Very big spoiler, just in yeah. the title. I'm so glad you didn't see it on Netflix prior to this. I know, I would have been really pissed. Yeah. Um, the Netflix episode summary says... Abby's drowning causes Jen to lose faith in everything and forces Joey to confront her mother's death. This episode first aired May 5th, 1999, and was written by Mike White and directed by David Semmel. Classics. Classics. Let's bury this bitch. She did. <laughs> Abby, we hardly knew you. <laughs> but we knew enough. We knew enough to know that we didn't like you. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we spent a lot of time memorializing this like character that was kind of like sporadically recurring. We didn't really like her and we spent a whole episode dedicated to her funeral. Yeah. By the end of it, I was like, listen, I know she's dead, but like, let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's spend an act and then let's like push this story forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> so not a favorite perhaps. No, I mean, I actually liked the episode because I liked what it brought up for all the other characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you're right. It felt weird to spend this whole episode memorializing someone that like, and it's not even like she, we didn't like her, but she was in every episode. She was not in every episode. She just kind of was like here and there and only when she was needed as a, uh, like as the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it was Andy then I would have been like, yeah, I'm, I'm also very sad. Yeah, you would have stopped watching the show because you love Andy. I do like, love out. Andy. Do. I loved her in this episode. Yeah, she stepped up. Yeah, she did. Um, but we'll listen, for everybody, the 75% of the audience that watches, first time watcher, watches along with us, um, we'll go into it, so don't worry. You haven't missed anything yet. Sure, yeah, or just and no spoilers. Yet. Yeah, no spoilers. So start hitting play, and let's get into it. Um, <laughs> Cold Oven, Dawson, and Joey are back together, which was vital to me as a kid, and a little bit of a bummer to me as an adult. Yeah. But they seem how we just want what's best for Joey. Yeah, not Dawson, but Joey. And they really just like slipped right into it like nothing ever happened. Yeah. So they, uh, they're, they're macking. They're in their little tuxedos, kissing, climbing through the window of love. And then they find, and like, I'm not laughing. It is very sad. Jen, uh, Michelle Williams, like little uh, acting here is very sad. But <laughs> climbing through the window of love into Dawson's room. And Jen tells, she's like catatonic on the bed, tells him that, yeah. that Abby is dead. Jen will do anything to stop Dawson and Joey from having sex. She is the ultimate cock block. And she's like, what else can I do? Oh, yes. I have to go deliver the news. I have to go from the site of this tragic death straight to Dawson's just so they won't do it. <laughs> I already had to push Abby into the water. Now <laughs> <I> got... <laughs> oh, I also loved here. It's a really quick cold open, but I love that Joey was the one to like go to Jen and hug her. I think it was the right choice. And um, yes. that's all I had to add on it. Yeah, I completely agree. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't usually agree with you. No. Yeah. I'm like, so normally we're really like we argue. Oh, my God. We don't argue. And actually, that made my stomach hurt just a little bit. Even like, Aww. <laughs> um, act one. Joey's like looking through her old photo albums immediately. 
as she's looking through the pictures, my first thought was like, those are in the, the older pictures of her. Excellent bangs. <laughs> Kim does very much appreciate a good bang. Oh, <laughs> no. Bangs are your thing. Yeah. 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 That, well, not like my thing, like coming off of the joke about bangs. Mm. Like, I don't want to be like, they're my thing. Bangs. Well, not, we already covered not. that you are sexually attracted to guys who wear glasses. <laughs> Fellas, you got some bangs and some spec pics? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Send don't. Them over. Don't. Bangs and specs feels like not for me. That'll be the name of your next podcast, Bangs and Specs. <laughs> What's it about? Eyewear. Okay. And <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything funny. I've lost it. Lost it all. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, Joey, uh, Joey tells Papa Potter. I did like though. I don't know why this like was something that was interesting to me. It was when she was first flipping through the album, she flips to a picture of her and Dawson, and then like goes back to the older pictures just to be like, hey, it's definitely me holding this album and looking at it and looking the exact same in the album. But just in case you weren't sure who's in these pictures that I'm crying about, here's a picture from yesterday of me and Dawson. Now, you know, for sure. Peep these bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Joey tells Papa Potter that Abby died and calls her a nightmare, which really like downplays who Abby was. Yeah. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Mike tries to talk to Joey about her mom and she's like, uh, I gotta go. Just bails. She's like, ah, uh, you seem like you're trying to have a moment and it's second sundown. So I have to go to school right now. <laughs> I have to canoe to school right now. <laughs> it's going to take me five days. Mm -hmm. I have to leave, uh, at school. Jen is back too soon. She is not doing well. And oh. no one is like checking up on her. Not even like her grams or the cops. Like this girl literally watched someone fall to her death and drown. And the ambulance just drove away and they were like, see a young girl who's no doubt going to need to go to therapy over this experience. And they're just like, I don't know. You got to go to school, though. <laughs> it's and important it. to learn. Just, yeah. yeah. You, you got to get too far behind if you don't go to school. <laughs> they left her in her fucking um, aluminum blanket or whatever they gave her after they also pulled her out of the water as well. Yeah, because she jumped in after Abby. And then they were like, see ya. All right. So Sorry, ambulance only has like one. I don't have a seat for you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no cell phones. Right. So you just fucked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she was just there. <laughs> well, she seems like she's doing okay, though. Yeah, she's um, in school. She did her hair. Yeah, she's in all black. That's how you know she's sure. mourning. She's mourning. Yeah. Um, also, when she walks in, everyone's like staring at her because it's high school. But in my head, I just wanted one of the students to just like from the deep background call out like, Jen, it's OK to not be OK. Go home. <laughs> no, that wasn't a narrative back in 1999. That's it was true. not OK to be not OK. Yeah. Don't embarrass yourself. Go to school. Suck it up. But also tell us everything that happened. That's also yeah, like definitely. high school. Um, and then they're in grief counseling. So th this spurred a memory for me, which is a, a very sad thing, but it took place a long time ago, which is that one of my um, best slash only friends in college died like halfway through school. And I also had to go to grief counseling that they set up. And I 
completely forgot about like this part of it until I saw this scene that just like Jen, like I just remember looking around the room and being like, who the fuck are these people? Mm. Like, did she have secret friends? I don't know who any of you guys are. Yeah. That was my thought here too. Like, I don't I know who are, who liked Abby. Yeah. Like who saw the flyer of like grief counseling in honor of Abby Morgan. And they were like, you know what? I think I should go to that. Yeah. I think I need some space to talk about Including what I'm feeling. Casey and Andy. <laughs> Yeah, all of our, uh, yeah, Pacey, Andy, and Jack are there. I think my thought is that Andy just made him go. I feel like it makes sense that Andy would have gone. Yeah, I agree, because she's so compassionate. Yeah. Uh, Did you clock Pacey, like, picking his teeth while the teacher was talking? No. (laughs) It was really funny. He was just like, nah, I don't want to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, There are also yellow armbands. Oh, my God. So stupid. Who is this girl who's like spearheading this movement? I don't know. She doesn't know Abby for sure. Yeah. And nothing pisses Jen off like this girl. (laughs) She storms out. She's fucking out of here. Nobody remind you, Jen, that you and Abby like were not talking before last episode when you guys decided to be friends again. Thank you. I mean, Abby was like out of the picture. Yeah. Because everyone was like, God, you're terrible. Goodbye. And then Jen was like, I don't know, I'm bored. Let's go drink. And then they were friends. And now she's, well, I mean, rightfully traumatized, but. Oh, now she's being a real big baby just because she saw her die. Uh. And like, kind of, she didn't do it, but, you know, she was there and feels like maybe that's going to carry with her for the rest of her life or whatever. Like, be a be an adult. Yeah, like, get over it. <laughs> um, Andy calls this all a tragedy and says that Abby had a great spirit, which is also a lie. Um, but, you know, it's Andy. Like, I get it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. So then Jen bails, I guess, to go home, maybe to real therapy. Maybe she wants to no, go to a hospital she- in New York to focus on work for a while. No, she actually just goes to the bathroom and cries. <laughs> She's like, I just had to pee, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is i'm fine but sweet sweet andy follows her in there yeah i did like that um and that also totally checked out for me that she would go in there yeah. and check up on her this is the only other thing that prompted a different memory for me which is not not as sad of a memory but also while i was in college i had this very dramatic like fake dramatic roommate that everything was terrible for her but it was fine um and she was like in we were at home and she was like in this fight with her boyfriend and had really thick eye makeup on. And it was, she was crying like two black lines down her face of just like dripping, like Lauren Conrad style. Yeah. Eye makeup tears. Single tear. <laughs> yeah. No, but on both sides, just long, oh, all God. running all the way down to her jawline. Then we all had to be evacuated from our apartment because there was like a little tiny fire at the apartment right next door to us. And so we all got evacuated. Everyone was fine. Someone left a candle on. And um, so we're standing outside and I was like, dude, your eye makeup. Like, do you you want want to run some water over your face? And she was like, it's fine. And so (laughs) because she wanted the attention, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that's what I thought of because um, after the bathroom... Jen, like, you know, she's crying in there and she splashes water on her face and then she leaves and she's got the makeup running down her face also. But it's not it looks believable. Looks yeah. like just makeup on your face. Yeah. So and then anyway. she wipes it off pretty quickly. But yeah, but when she's leaving, like for the end of the scene, as she's leaving school, she has it still oh. on her face and cheeks. 
That's like the person who like has to go to the hospital over the weekend and they leave their hospital band on in school <laughs> and you're like, okay, like I'm not gonna. I'm not going to do the thing, but like, yeah, obviously you went to that. Who cares? Oh, you, your appendix you is out? <laughs> Too good for your appendix? Yeah, you finally got your tonsils out. Must be nice. <laughs> you got your tonsils? I don't know. I don't never had them taken <laughs> out. I so I guess. So, so then, yeah, you do. <laughs> Does everybody have them out? No, I got mine still. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have mine too, I think. Yeah, no, they, if you have yours, I have mine for sure. <laughs> We only have identical surgeries. <laughs> you have your appendix. I just go to a hospital, ask them to put an appendix in me. Yeah, because Zaz has one. And they're like, like who's Zaz? <laughs> if they ask me that, I'm fucking, I'm out of there. Like, Sorry, you UCLA. You know her? <laughs> I have my appendix. <laughs> I think I do too. Oh my God. I love us. I think. <laughs> everyone, um, everyone has it, their appendix still. Unless you get it taken out. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is such a stupid <laughs> podcast. It is. <laughs> like, we're really in it now. Now we're, like, burying characters. Like, we, we have to do this. Yeah, now. we have. We're like, oh, God, let's do it. We have to. Um, so, uh, so anyway, so, it, yeah, in the bathroom, Andy has found Jen. Um, they talk about, like, Andy's, like, a Abby finally calls out or... Jesus Christ. What, who's who's who in the show? <laughs> I'm laughing because all I can see in the background is your cat running, sprinting back and forth. Oh, oh yeah. I wanted to give you a heads up that she's wild this morning, too. She's, she's crazy. just sprinting back and forth. And it's very distracting and also funny. She has her. She has that race coming up. I can hear her now. Like where she's at. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> she ran down she's wild okay um anyway so uh jen and andy are in the bathroom and abby or jen finally just like is trying to get andy to say that abby was a bitch this is so hard for me the abby and andy situation i know I, too many names are too close it's too close um so jen is trying to just say straight up abby was a bitch but how do you Abby was a bitch like that's that's what it was like she really was a bitch she was written to be that way but how do we feel about men writing dialogue that includes a woman calling another woman a bitch hmm, good point I don't know I didn't really think I had an opinion on it until I watched this episode and I was like yeah yeah whoa 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 because hmm. that's not obviously Michelle Williams saying that I mean, she didn't write that dialogue that was written right. for her to say. And I don't know if I love that, but I don't know if I maybe care that much. Yeah, I guess I don't really care that much. I was more just kind of thinking about the, in general, how we speak about people who have passed on who weren't necessarily good people. Tell me it's that. It's just so interesting. It's just interesting. Like for in this exact instance, you know, someone, she was not really a good person she was rude and she was mean and everything. But, and then as soon as someone dies, all of a sudden you kind of have like the Mandela effect where you only remember the good about them, which I, I guess is good, but I don't know. It's just so weird how that happens in our brains. Yeah. Will you to, because I feel like you're pushing back against this. So in 150 years, if I die, um, will you, 
just tell people like bad things? First of all, if you ever die, I will not be well. Secondly, <laughs> that was so nice of you. And I started out with if I die. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Um, I don't know. Like I tell people only the bad things about you now. So I feel like I might as well just stay consistent. Yeah, that feels better. That feels right. Yeah, it feels yeah. more authentic. Yeah. So you you think I have bad things? Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'm just kidding. I don't know if I'm joking about it. Okay, I'm crazy. You're, you're perfect, like a little peacock. Oh, my God. Yeah, peacocks are so beautiful. I'm proud as a peacock, baby. A peacock? Yeah, I've been watching 30 Rock again. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um this is uh i once again i have to say our tightest show yet either the best or the worst you're ever gonna listen to <laughs> it's nothing in the middle <laughs> um I, that's the end of the scene whatever they they uh they leave yeah. <laughs> just that's the end of the yeah, scene. abby was a bitch no one was surprised about it we're done <laughs> um at home uh mrs greek tells dawson that she won the peel vision award for excellence in news broadcasting get it gail Mrs. Screek getting shit handled. We love it. I did a snap that I don't think I normally do, but I'm so happy for her. Yes, girl. Yes, sis. <laughs> she won for the piece where the girls had to spend spend the night for some reason, which never made any sense to me. But seems like it worked because she got offered a job in Philadelphia as a news correspondent. Yes. The game plan for her taking the job is that Mr. Mammy will move back in. Mrs. Screek moves to Philly and then comes back when she can. I do it. Yes. The answer yeah, is yes. I think do that's it. a legit solution. Yeah. So I think that what they're trying to set up here is that like she still wants Mitch and trying to work things out with him is the only reason she'd stay. But and I know you love Mr. Man Meat. Mm-hmm. Do not gamble on a guy like this. Yeah. He is not in it right now. No, he's not in it for the long haul. He has a chain link fence in his new studio. Yes, we don't risk our careers for men with chain link fences in their apartments. No, no we don't, sis. You're that baddie. <laughs> feel, she's still listening, right? She's not listening anymore. She's <laughs> fucking done. She's not listening anymore. But any everybody was like I she's telling her friends, I listened to like three minutes of this weird podcast and I totally bailed on it. I don't know. It was weird. Sometimes you're just in line with people and. You don't want to be with them, but what am I going to go to the back of the line now? No, and I want to be She cornered me and made me listen to her podcast. She was like super old. <laughs> you can't tell adults no, like about yeah. that kind of stuff. You have to listen yeah. to their like old person's podcast. You have to respect your elders. <laughs> I did not like when I called myself old just now. You're I did not old oh, to someone really who's young. older. <laughs> Thank you. That helps. That does help. um, so Dawson, as they're having this conversation, Dawson says that even if she stayed and it didn't work out with Mitch, she'd still have him, which is sweet. But like you're 16. You're in college in two years. Do not. No, go to fucking Philadelphia. And you know what? Don't even wait for Mitch. Just go. Yes, just go. Dawson will be fine. He'll serve. Somehow I think this white ma- white child who wants to go to film school will survive. Not yeah. emotionally, but I think financially. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Anyway, uh, back at Jen's, Graham's like tries to talk to Jen. Um, she says that she never really liked Abby and it kind of felt like she was always making fun of her. She says mocking, which I like even more, which is also true. Yeah, not not true for sure. 
Yeah. Um, Graham says that having someone die so young, like really tests her faith. And this scene is obviously like their God debate again. But when Graham's opened the door, I just felt like we're going to be okay. Maybe not right now, but eventually we'll be okay. I hope. Not in this episode. Spoiler alert again. Oh, oh no. I'm watching it real time though. Um, (laughs) I am like kind of tired of hearing Grams and Jen disagree about religion. Mm -hmm. Especially because Grams has taken so many steps forward with defending Jack, with Ty, and kind of just getting around to accepting Jen over the past couple episodes. Like, I don't feel like hearing them fight about God again. And they do it twice in this episode and both times sort of it is starting to feel like we need conflict for Grams and Jen or we need conflict for Jen. Let's make it Grams and let's make it God. Like there's it doesn't feel like it's really moving them forward at all. Yeah. And both times they have basically the same argument. Yeah. And then at the coffee house that we sometimes go to when the ice house location is unavailable that day, I guess. Um, Pacey tries to tell Andy not to take Abby's death too hard um, because of how Abby was a monster. Abby was out of everybody on the show, the meanest to Andy. I know. <laughs> but you remember during the um, run for pre- school president where she was like, we have hard evidence. Where'd you get the hard evidence, Abby? What are you, a fucking investigator? What are you, in the FBI? Oh, anyway, RIP. Listen, RIP. Thoughts and prayers. So as they're talking, of course, at that very moment, Abby's mom walks in and talks to Andy and Pacey. Because as a reminder, Abby, Abby's mom met Andy once during the news broadcast thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Abby slept on the porch. So they're um, besties. They're very, very good friends. The mom says that Abby talked about Andy a lot. So I guess she lied and said that they're friends. And then she just casually assumes that Andy's going to give the eulogy. That's such a big ask. Yes. That's so weird to me. And Andy's just like doe eyed, like, sure. <laughs> if I was Pacey, I'd be kicking her under the table, being like, why are you agreeing to this? We weren't even going to go to the funeral. <laughs> Now we got to go to this funeral? I want to do things that day. Sex stuff, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a boy. Yeah. Boys. Got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Act two, uh, to make Andy's situation worse, now she and Pacey are going to the house, to Abby's house, so that she can, and this is a direct quote, see her room, you know, where she brushed her hair and planned her future. <laughs> That's so weird. It's so serial killer. I want to see where someone brushed their hair. That's what it comes <laughs> off like. <laughs> that is. That was a really good voice. That's Thank a you. new character. It is new. It's my serial killer. Well, you're nailing it. <laughs> hey, kid, I want to eat your fingernails. <laughs> Same guy. Same guy. Yeah, oh, I would hope so. I want to eat your fingernails and see where you brush your hair. And he's telling this to the person he's going to murder. Uh-huh. And the, that person says, okay. Yeah. They're just like, why not? <laughs> why cool. me though? <laughs> Am I special? <laughs> oh. oh, Yeah. His, he preys on victims with a lot of um, attachment issues. Interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm fucked. Oh, same. And actually, 
This is my my story. True life. Oh my god, you're the murderer, or you got murdered? Both. Oh my god, I know. Great, my memoir is going to be so interesting. Memoir. I'm reading it. Memoir. Oh, thank you for the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Memoir. <laughs> Just like when people correct you and they're like, it's actually croissant. And I'm like, you're actually a douche. <laughs> what about the bread that has tomatoes and olive oil, a little bit of basil? Bruchette. <laughs> Stop it. How do you pronounce mm-hmm. it for real? At a restaurant. At a restaurant, I would say bruschetta. <laughs> How do you pronounce it at home? Bruschette. <laughs> um, How do you say it? I say bruschetta, but I think it's supposed to be pronounced bruschetta. And I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so now they're in Andy's bedroom. <laughs> what show are we talking about? <laughs> Friends. <laughs> One Tree Hill. Oh, my God. I wish. I never watched that show either. That's next. We'll start doing that one in like 2030 when we finally finish this one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you think we're going to go that fast? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was some fast math. It was fast math. (sighs) Oh, God. We really dove right in. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so they're reading this diary. Andy's reading this diary. No, that's not true. They're in just they're just in the room. Spoiler (laughs) alert. They find the diary. Then they start reading it Um, in the diary. Jen, she calls Jen a slut and a bleach blonde hose bag. A hose bag. It's plural. Yeah. Um, And the correct pluralization. So good for her. Mm -hmm. Um, She calls her mom a dried up old wench. Um, she calls Andy a psycho and then starts to reference something about Pacey, but Andy stops reading before she gets to it. Kind of fucked up that they found her diary and are reading it. Yeah. In my opinion, but okay. Don't read a diary. Ever in any circumstance. But we know that this show has a history of diary peepers. Mm-hmm. Dawson's already in there. Like, you guys should check out page 17. It's really interesting. I dog-eared it for you. <laughs> I was kind of confused about this because so we know that Andy lied to or Abby lied to her mom about being friends with Andy. But then in this diary, she's like just shitting on everybody. So is what's happening here that she's lying to her mom about being friends so that her mom, who doesn't know Andy at all, will think Abby has friends? I don't I don't get it. I think Abby just didn't want her mom to know how much of a CNX Tuesday she is. Interesting. Well, shouldn't have kept a diary then. I know that's so I have a hard time keeping like a very honest diary because I'm afraid that when I die, if I die, if, if, if I ever die, um, like someone's going to find it and then misinterpret something I wrote or something, you know what I mean? Or cause you know, even if you're having a bad day and you're like, just venting or if you're having issues with someone and you like write them a letter is a very common therapeutic thing to do. Mm -hmm. What if they read that? I never thought about that. Just kidding. I think about things that will be seen after my death. All the time. Yeah. Like, um, (laughs) what's his name? The comedian who died within the last five years, Gary. Busey. Good. No, he didn't die. (laughs) I don't know. That's also not his name. Gary Busey? Busey? Oh, no, that is his name. Anyway, and yeah, that's his name. Um, Gary Oldman? No, there's a comedian who died, and they made an HBO documentary about him, and they basically just read his diary on this doc, and I was like, whoa, how do you think he feels about this? 
Oh, well, remember that Kurt Cobain book? That was the same thing. There was a, they put out his diary. It's fucked up. Don't do that. Not cool. You can do whatever you want with my stuff, but. Oh, you know what? Make the money if you want to make it, but don't do that to them. Yeah. You heard it here first. Don't read anyone's diary when they die. Yeah. Yeah. Or unless it's really juicy. Then tell us. Yeah. Dawson's Darlings at um, uh, uh, (laughs) ymail.com. So during all of this, while Jen, while Andy and Pacey are reading the diary for reasons unknown and Andy's looking for Abby's hairbrush just to recreate moments of her memories. Take some of the hair out and smell it. Um, Jenna's drinking straight brown liquor from the bottle and throwing wreaths oh into the water. It feels more accurate. It's kind of funny. It's not well done. It's just too much. It's Jen, too- you're doing too much. <laughs> the way she like so madly just whips the re and all of flowers come flying off and she's just like, <sighs> she's all breathing heavy up there. It's like, girl, go to therapy. Yes. Maybe you should have stayed in the grief counseling. Just some one-on-one. Yeah, like talk to someone. You know what? Talk to Joey. Yeah, she doesn't have enough going on. Okay, yeah. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Don't talk to Joey. Her dad just came home from prison. This is stirring up a lot of memories from her mom. Where's Bess? Where's Bodie? Where's baby Grams? I was watching this episode with Brian. and He was like, so before her dad came home, she just lived in this house by herself? And I was like, no, she lives with her sister and she sleeps on the couch obviously obviously god pay attention listen to the show (laughs) yeah um uh that checks out i think that's for the best too Mm -hmm. same yeah uh at school dawson tells mr manmeat about gail's job offer and it's he does it like coming off the heels of mitch telling dawson how death makes you want to grab onto the people that you love so um and then dawson's like well speaking of that mom's leaving he's like cool man like why speaking of what why did you say speaking of that oh and then he Dawson's like fuck you dad he doesn't say fuck you but it's a vibe he's really turning against his dad yeah and i think i am a little bit too Mm. you never will because love I mean, he's single now, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, wink, wink. Um, do you want to be Dawson's stepmother? Oh, God, no. He's yeah. the worst. <laughs> um, at the ice house, Jack asked Joey what's up with her. Dawson, again, cannot say enough. The friend cam between Jack and Joey now. It's cute. Yeah, I know. And you know what? I also had a thought about they... And it's a shame, but they didn't really have anything for Jack to do in this episode. So he was very in the background, which is a shame. Yeah. Although I get it because we're already dealing with our core four, dealing with Abby. Andy's big in this episode. So Jack does kind of fall by the wayside, but it was noticeable. I did notice that. I His noticed energy that. He was missing for sure. Yeah, because he has, I think sometimes you can like pick up a character and put somebody else in their place, but I, you can't really do that with Jack. Yeah. He bring, you know, he's got a flavor. He's got a flavor. <laughs> and yeah, he was a little bit missed because he was always just there, but he didn't really have any storyline. He didn't have any very prominent dialogue. He didn't change anything in the course of the story. He was just like there. 
Yeah. He does have one thing that I loved at the funeral that we'll all talk about when we get there. Um, and it made me I just love him so much. <laughs> he made me laugh when I saw it. It was the smallest little thing. Um, but here in the ice house, Jack asked Joey, like, what's up with her and Dawson? Because they big time kissed at the wedding. And now this Abby thing has happened. But they didn't like Abby. So, like, why aren't you guys together? And then he says that he can't stop thinking about the fact that he's probably the last person that Abby kissed. <laughs> and then she says, Ellie, she went out with the bang. <laughs> and everyone cringed. Yeah. Even her. Yeah. Even she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. Can we yeah. take it again? Can I throw some? Can I try something different? <laughs> can I ad lib maybe something else? You might. Because, like, you guys didn't bang. So she didn't go out with a bang. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're gay, so. Yeah. And, in fact, off the kiss, gayer than ever. <laughs> Her... Your words. Your words yeah. are ours. Just a quote. That's a quote. That's a quote. Um, at school, Dawson is in a classic Mike White dark classroom. Because he loves dark rooms. He's looking at footage of Abby from the movie. And then Pacey comes in. He, like, needs advice about Andy. But the way he says it is, he's trying to tell Dawson, like, hey, man, I'm trying to, like, make things right for Andy, which isn't really what you need to be doing, but whatever. That's what he's trying to say. But what he says is, quote, I'm trying so hard to set it to straights for Andy. What? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> so weird. And then we see a shot, like a couple of frames from Dawson's movie. And this is not for Abby. This is for Monica Kina. Let me say this. They could have chosen any two freeze frames for the shot that they chose. Any two, just like in the same scene, kind of, you know, move around forward and back, find frames that look nice for her because you're going to mm -hmm. be on them for a second. The frames that they chose are hideous. So bad. She's like got an overbite and like her eyes are closed and kind of like a double chit. It's so bad. It's like yeah, me. What's that about? I think that she maybe pissed off somebody in post. Like that's oh, what it made sure. me think. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Just to remind you all, she didn't actually die in real life. And then um, the act is done with Grams and Jen fighting about God again. I don't need it. Like, yeah, we don't yeah. need to recap that. We know what happened. Yeah. Unless unless Grams is going to say penis. I don't need to see this scene eh. 500 times. <laughs> what she did, though? What if we just fast forward and we missed it? And she was just like, in fact, penis. <laughs> it was a head tilt for me. You love a good sight gag on a podcast. <laughs> it works. It works. Act three at the uh, Potter house. It's a quiet breakfast for Papa Potter and Joey. And as you said, nobody else. Nobody mm -hmm. else lives here. Nobody else lives there anymore. Um, Joey says that she's trying to remember her mom, but it feels like her memory is slowly fading away. And then Mike just does like this nicest thing where he tells her how much she's like her mom. She's funny and stubborn and like her mom loved tendrils. They just have <laughs> a lot in common. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> We yeah. haven't seen the tendrils in a while. No. I hope she's not growing out of them. Oh, my God. I really oh, hope that not. That would be so tragic. Man, what happened more to More tragic than Abby drowning. Certainly more of an emotional tie to the tendrils. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the funeral is coming up, and Andy still doesn't know what to say for the eulogy she's giving. Because as a reminder, she's giving the eulogy. Yep. Get a girl. Uh, Paisley kind of makes like a throwaway comment about how he's worried about her. And Andy tells her he doesn't need her. He doesn't want their relationship to be just like him always worrying about her. I loved. A Andy's great in this episode. Yeah, Andy's very good. 
Another thing I noticed about this episode, though, is that it's very overwritten. I think it's so clearly written by adults. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really nailed the teenage voice. Yeah. Do you think that that is normal? Like, do you think that that's just different for this episode? No, it's actually pretty consistent with the show, but even more so with this episode. And Dawson says something towards the end that I really rolled my eyes about. And I was like, no 16-year-old has the emotional maturity or capacity to even think this. It's just, no adult does either. It's just, it was a little overwritten. Yeah, that's a good point. And really, it's their first death for all of them except for Joey. Yeah. So this is where you would, I would think, regress more even. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point. Good note. Let's take it. Let's take the note. Take it to the top. (laughs) Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. Hello, um, the WB frog. It's us. (laughs) (laughs) He had a name. What was his name? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Oh, wait. And it has the word Michigan in it. Michigan J frog. (laughs) that's exactly right (laughs) all right that's it that's the podcast everybody we've been Dawson's darlings (laughs) Michigan J Frog that'll be our guest next week oh I'm so excited for people to hear what he really thought about his um cane yeah well he jumped around so much he had knee issues he it was really interesting i thought because obviously we've pre-recorded it i thought that his thoughts on the wb upn merger were really interesting and i i'll say this without giving anything away if you're if you are a friend or family member of don ostruff you're not going to want to listen to the episode so stupid so stupid my knowledge and like emotions that are tied into the wb upn merger are so strong and um deep <laughs> Anyway, so now it's the funeral, <laughs> and uh, it's a funeral, and all of our friends are there. Joey and Dawson hold hands because they're in love. Uh, Grams joins Jen because she is a woman know. of God. Mm-hmm. Grams will take any opportunity to go to church. She's like, are you guys going to church? I'll come. No, we're just, we're going somewhere near the church. We're not going in. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> Uh, and then obviously Pacey and Andy are there. Uh, it starts out like very rough. This is not how you open a funeral. This is not how you open an open mic night. This is not how you open um, weddings. You just don't do this. The priest just comes out and before anything says like, does anyone want to talk about their memories? Nobody. I, I don't care who it is. Nobody wants to be the first one to say yes. Right. Right. But Jen... with a little a big old thorn in her side is like i got something to say she marches up to this comically tall podium it's like these people's heads are grazing the ceiling why is it so tall (laughs) and everyone waits with bated breath and she's like i'll tell you something about abby (laughs) and we're all just like uh watching with wide (laughs) eyes it's so bad it's so Oh, bad. She says that Abby had a toxic, toxic personality. She was cruel, spiteful, petty, and basically just a sociopath. And then goes on to tell the entire church how terrible God is. Yep. In front of Graham's. Yeah. Graham's like, excuse me. God is a personal friend of mine. That's not a (laughs) Graham's impression. Excuse me. God is a personal friend of mine. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate that. You are um, so welcome. 
um she also says that like um abby taught her how to do a tequila shooter with one hand behind her back how are you doing (laughs) shots before that you needed both hands (laughs) like a a four-year-old taking a sippy cup drink i have a friend of mine who has her hands are a little small. I have small hands, but her hands are like a little bit smaller than mine. And she she told this story once when we reference it all the time about being like at the, a very swanky, like executive development party. Uh, everyone's like it's like a black tie event and they're passing around wine and champagne and she gets like a glass of red wine. But the glass was too big for her hand. <laughs> And so she like at this fancy, fancy party, kept having to like drink it with two hands. Like a goblet. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. people drinking with two hands. It's so funny. It's really cute. <laughs> um, one thing I will say about this Jen's crazy speech is the and this whole episode really plays with like shadows very well in this episode. So when um, Jen's up there on the I guess is that the dais? I don't know. She's up there. Um, They have it so that the light is coming in through the window on the other side of her and then plays against it gives like a very cool shadow light thing against the wall, like up by her head. I don't know. It looks really cool. They do excellent shadows in this episode Um, later on. Yeah. Big shout out to the DP later on when um, Grams goes to talk to Jen about her baller terrible terrible speech um grams is walking down the hallway and it's the same thing she like walks in and out of shadows it's fucking cool cool yeah some very cool shadows in this episode um anyway so jen gives this terrible speech and then it's andy's turn to speak and i feel like maybe after jen spoke that it should have been time for speeches to be over (laughs) yeah maybe cut everyone off comes and saves the day and she doesn't do it in a disingenuine disingenuous way she's not saying disingenuous way thank you i'm a writer um she goes up there and kind of keeps it very generic but truthful you know Mm -hmm. she's not countering jen's with like oh no abby was fine she was cool she was a good friend she's saying and you know i don't remember what she says exactly but she's just like you know life kind of sucks but people challenge you and she challenged me and i'll always be grateful for that yeah i liked it yeah it was a great speech and um you know there's like a nice little shot of abby's mom abby's mom needed somebody to tell her that her child was god poor abby's mom shit she's like can you guys work out your shit like on your own i'm going through something right now that i'm gonna be dealing with forever yeah when jen got off of the comically tall podium and went up to grams and grams stood up i was like yo grams slap her (laughs) <laughs> but I guess she wouldn't have done that in a house of God. No, definitely not. Oh, that but, was the thing about Jack, though, in this scene. Because <laughs> then so Grams gets up and leaves. She's like, I'm fucking out of here. I cannot believe that you did that to in front of my friend God. So then Grams leaves. And then Jen sits down next to Jack. Jack's face for a second looks like, oh, no. Now, like, people are going to think I'm, like, tied to this. <laughs> it's Guilty eyes get- by association. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I'm, not, I'm not a part of that. I'm not a part of this. <laughs> he, like, scoots away from her really subtly. <laughs> oh. I don't know her. <laughs> oh man. It made me laugh really hard. He it Kira Smith can do a lot with a little. Yeah. 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 He's a good visual actor. Ooh, Gramps, is that you? Yes, it is. In <laughs> fact, 
I forgot that she ends sentences with in fact. In it's fact. Not, like you would think if she was saying in fact, she'd have more to say, but. No, in <laughs> fact, I don't. Act four. After the burial, um, Dawson and Joey talk about how short life is. Um, Dawson says that he doesn't want to have any regrets and then tells Joey that he knows it's not the right time to talk about their relationship, but he doesn't really care about that because he's just happy they kissed in their little tuxedos the other night. And, um, I will say, and then obviously they kiss and it's like cemented that they're together now. Um, but I like that for a show that hinges on Dawson and Joey, I like that it took until act four to revisit the kiss from the last episode. I don't like yeah. that we spent all this time with Abby. Right. But I like that. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense because there's so much more to deal with. Yeah. And it would have seemed a little too flippant if we went to the kiss too soon. Yeah. Also, because Jen really put a kibosh on their romance in the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Real downer. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Andy tells Pacey that she thinks like she needed all of this. Um, Abby to die, the funeral, the speech, the anxiety, all of it like brought her closer to Tim, her brother that, you know, also passed away before we met young Andy and Jack. Andy um, and, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who's Andy? Jack's sister. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> um, then uh, she sees Jen like sitting alone with Abby's casket and goes to go talk to her. Uh, Jen immediately apologizes for blaming her. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Jen basically told Andy it was her fault that Abby died. Uh, so that then rude. Jen apologizes. <laughs> Very rude. She's like, you kicked us out of the wedding that we weren't invited to when we were trying to crash. How dare you? <laughs> was like but i was just catering this shit <laughs> i was I, I was dealing with a cake damn yeah but good luck good luck in <laughs> therapy um so jen apologizes for that um and then says that it was actually her fault um she saw andy in the water no that's not true she saw abby in the water and that she was really scared that abby was really scared Jen needs so much, so many different kinds of therapy. Oh man, yeah. Multiple levels of therapy. She needs the kind where they do the, like you, you hold your hand out. Is that one of them? Shock therapy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, Andy, by the way, is great here and like makes her feel, makes Jen feel better about her fucking terrible, terrible, Jen's speech was so bad that decades from now, she'll just be like washing the dishes or whatever. Every couple months, she'll remember that speech and she'll and then cringe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yep. Yeah. We're cringing for you guys. I think they got it. Real time. I hope so. Imagine <laughs> us on Zoom just looking at each other cringing. Yeah. <laughs> that cringe was really funny. <laughs> Because I think you just got a little startled by yourself. I did. I, it <laughs> happens when I look in the mirror. No. Startled by how beautiful you are. Oh, uh, you got that right. Nothing for me? Ew. Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> in fact. <laughs> um, anyway, so Andy and Joey are fine. Um, no. Andy and Jen. Joey's not a part of that scene. Andy and Jen are fine. We're we're fine too. <laughs> we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Um, and then now Joey's going to be in the scene though. Um, so Dawson and Joey go to Joey's mom's grave, 
And I, I, this did take me by surprise. I did not know that, or maybe I just forgotten that Joey's, I just forgot actually, now that I'm really playing this all in my head. I forgot that Joey's mom's name was also my grandma's name. And I did get a little bit choked up seeing it there. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know what they didn't do in the scene, which I really appreciated? Um, talking to the grave. Which, like, mm-hmm. I'm fine with people doing it in real life. I'm 100% not judging everybody. Like, do what you need to do. But it is never not... It's only been done one time where it worked for me on a TV show, which was How I Met Your Mother, Marshall. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. That one also, I loved. Um, at the off, on the in the office when Dwight and Michael go see the chair girl and they sing American Pie. That yes. is also a stellar graveyard scene. Yes, yes. Those are the only two that work on a TV show. Yep. Um, speaking of One Tree Hill, they would do this a lot on One Tree Hill. Like, go to the grave and introduce somebody like, this is my boyfriend or, you know, whatever, to the, to the grave. Oh, ew, cringy. Very cringy. Again, if that's what you do in real life, that's fine. But on a, it does not work on a TV show. Um, was this the scene where you felt like Dawson was talking like a 59 year old? Oh, maybe I, he said something at, at some point in this episode where he's like, I have a lot of life left in me. I want to oh, live. I don't want to die with unlived life in my veins. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's when he is trying to, um, tell Joey that he's happy that they kissed in their tuxedos. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to die with unlived life in my, shut up. That's not. That's not how veins work. Finish <laughs> high life. school. Yeah. <laughs> Go to science class. Look up to someone other than Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good luck. Good luck, sir. He'll be fine. Um, and then at Jen's, um, Graham's has packed up all of Jen's things, which is such a wild overreaction. Yeah. Because she's also a, a minor. So, like, where is she supposed to go? You're her guardian. Yeah. All because she's grieving and lashed out because she's grieving and needs therapy. Yes. I'm sorry she hurt your feelings. You're basically raising this kid. Sometimes you get your feelings hurt. Yeah. In fact. (laughs) Um, So Grams kicks her out and now we're back to, I don't understand this character turn for her. And then we we end in Abby's house with um, Andy trying to do like a solid and steal back the diary. All for this. I'm actually all for this. Like, I I understand where she's coming from, where she doesn't want her mother to see her daughter's, like, final words to her. For sure. So, yeah, do it. Steal the diary, burn it, do whatever you want. I had two thoughts. What do you think is a better, like, what do you think is better storytelling to, like, put a little cap on the Abby story? Andy going in to steal the diary. Or she goes in to steal the diary and her mom is in there reading the diary and being like, yeah, Ooh. like she was an asshole, but like I loved her. The mom thing. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of was hoping that it would go there. Instead, it goes to a really weird place mm-hmm. where Andy like sees Abby's reflection in the mirror and then it turns around and she's gone, obviously, because she's dead. Which like I don't think was I don't think fit in with the tone of the show, with the tone of the episode. It was just because Andy looked 
like legit scared. I was like, you didn't just see a ghost. You're just paranoid. And it, it was just weird. I don't know. But I also don't know what's going to happen. So I feel like I'm being stupid. And just like Jenna Graham's house, we're out. Uh, what? <laughs> that's the end of the season. Oh, the end of the season. That's the end of the episode. That would be a good season finisher, I guess. That would be a good season finale for sure. Yeah. I swear to God, if Abby's not dead, I'm going to write a letter to Kevin Williamson. What will it say? Kevin, I know it's been two decades <laughs> since your show aired, but I have a big bone to pick with you about season two, episode 16 or 18. 19, 20. 19. 19. Somewhere in the middle of <laughs> um, Because I want this bitch gone. We buried her with a like kind of punk rock burial montage. Oh yeah, we did have the montage. Flowers. Everyone we had was a like, burial montage, and the song I think was a little too like uppity. <laughs> Personally, it was fucking cool. It's wild, man. Just like meh. <laughs> Um, anyway, I don't know, man. Goodbye. <laughs> Signed Ashley Dolan's answer, you know? <laughs> That's the whole letter. Anyway, I don't hey, know, man. I don't Come know, on. man. Goodbye. <laughs> I just forget what an experienced and beautiful letter writer you are. Mm -hmm. um, next week, season two, episode 20, Reunited. Who's going to be reunited? I swear to God, if Abby comes back from the dead. <laughs> it's a different show now. It's supernatural. Oh. Um, Zaz. Yeah, what's anybody... up? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, if anybody wanted to talk to you about um, letter writing campaigns, where can they find you? You can find me at Ashley Zaz. I have unlimited knowledge about quills, paper, and letter writing. They call me the modern day Emily Dickinson. Thank you so much. <laughs> Kim, if anyone wanted to talk to you about your extensive knowledge of Michigan J frog. Where can they find you? Oh, would love nothing more than to talk about Michigan J frog. Uh, MJF, as I like to call him, you can find me at Kim Moffitt on Instagram and Twitter. And of course you can always find our show's account at Dawson's darlings on Instagram. It's solid. It's a good follow. Great. Anybody else follow us? Wow. Um, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> It was so taken aback by that direction because you, I know what you thought I was going to say. <laughs> no, only the big wigs. <laughs> and some account called J Epstein 25. I'm not sure who that is, but. If you want to join those ranks, follow <laughs> us. JK, oh. LOL. They all deserve to be in hell. Um, thank you for listening to our stupid show. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> 